0: Welcome to Shotgun Sports USA. I'm your host Justin Barker and I talk to shotgun shooters from all over the world in every discipline, as well as coaches, gun clubs, target setters, vendors, and industry leading companies that fuel the sport. Check us out online at ShotgunSportsUSA.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. Shotgun Sports USA is powered by Winchester Ammunition, the American legend. Also brought to you by Ultimate Shooting Accessories. Rick Hemingway's Promatic Trap Sales, Sound Gear Phantom, Comp and Choke, Clay Shooter Supply, Clay Target Vision, and Coal Gunsmithing. My guests on the show today are going to talk about the Gamel Cup, which is headed to Georgia and will be held at Cherokee Rose. Find out what's planned, what will change, and what to expect. Welcome to the show, Jeff Pear, owner of Gamel Shooting Supply, and Dave Dalton, owner of Cherokee Rose. Dave and Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks,
1: Justin. Good to see you.
0: Well, you know, when we got on this call, uh, I know, Dave, it's hot where you're at. And then Jeff said it's hot where he's at. So I, I guess it's just hot everywhere, isn't it?
1: I think so. Yep.
0: <laughs> well, I'll do all I can to stay out of that. So anyway, <laughs> Je- Jeff, before we get started, tell me one thing. Yes, sir. Is it pronounced Gamel or Gamil or how do you pronounce it?
1: Most of us, and I say most of us here in Gamale, Kentucky, pronounce it Gamale. All
0: right. And, uh, we even
1: have a few that's even more redneck than me. that says Gamel. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, Gamaliel is a Bible pronunciation. So okay. it's a Bible name. Yeah.
0: Well, as long as they, as long as they come to the shoot, you don't care how they pronounce it, do you?
1: That's what I've always said. We just, you call us what you want, just as long as you call.
0: So. That's right. But, so. Today, what we're going to do is discuss the, G- the Gamel Cup, and we're going to get a little history on the shoot. Find out why this tournament's been so popular for so many years, and what to expect when it comes to Cherokee Rose. So, Jeff, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do.
1: All right. Well, I, my mother and father started Gamel Shooting Supply back in 1970. So we're we're on fifty-two or three years now, I guess, of that. And uh, so I grew up in the shooting business and. Been to trap shoots all my life. My father was a trap shooter and uh, was a mechanic by trade and uh, started peddling shot and powder and shells out of the trunk of a 65 Chevrolet car when I was seven or eight years old and uh, built a little shop. We're first in our utility room. My mother ran that while he's still mechanic and, and uh, then got a little busier and busier and uh, finally I don't remember the exact year, but he quit mechanicin and we built a little shop. and And then I think in maybe '89, my wife Ladonna was a dental hygienist, and she started with us. and We started doing some little flyers and shipping stuff by mail. and, and In '90, we built the building where we're in now. and And there for a while, we had a pretty good mail order business catering to trap skeet, sporting clay shooters all over the country. and uh, And then. Uh, sold that part of the business in 15 Uh, but uh, back in 2005, a good friend of mine, Mr. Rick Archer and actually the partner in this Gamel Cup shoot with me, kept boring me wanting me to do a sporting play shoot at Nashville and uh, I just didn't know anything about it and hadn't done anything like that and he said, I tell you what, if you'll just do it and put your name on it, if we lose money, I'll pay it and I said, okay, here we go. So i think we had about 200 the first year and uh been really lucky to grow every year since so
0: so you don't shoot at all
1: i shoot some sporting clay uh used to shoot trap growing up and then uh but you know every weekend from april till october i was at a shoot somewhere in my growing up years and so sometimes now when i get a day off it's i don't go to a shoot but uh But I I do enjoy sporting clay shooting and, uh, do several fundraiser shoots around and stuff like that.
0: Well, tell me a little bit about something. We've got a shortage of nearly everything. It seems like Uh, whether it be shotgun shells or primers or kind of tell me a little bit about that. How's the ammo looking right now and how the targets and
1: the, the clay targets thankfully are, are as of now are very well supplied. We've not had any issues so far with the white flyer targets we sell and, uh, we deliver all over the South and uh, to and and Kentucky and Indiana. So, so far that's been good. The ammo is is getting a little better for sure. Uh, and we we do the shell house at the Grand American Trap Shoot here in a couple of weeks. And so all manufacturers except a, a couple of the smaller ones have committed to fulfilling those orders, which is a big deal out there. And uh, so that's good. Uh, I I do think when some of the foreign shells get coming into the country a little more regular to take some of the pressure off of Winchester, Federal, and Remington, that that will help ease the pain a little bit. You know, we've just we've had so many little hiccups in the last year or two. You know, with with the COVID and all the logistics and the supply chain issues, they call it. it you know, it's really put a lot of pressure on our uh, USA manufacturers just to try to keep up. So. I've got high hopes that after the grand October, November, this next spring, we'll see things a little better. I hope.
0: Yeah. I know that I've been at some clubs before and seen an 18 wheeler pull up with Gamel shooting supply on the side of it. And I said, well, if they got a truck that big, they have to be delivering some targets. So, uh, (laughs) I don't know how many you ship all over the country, but it's got to be a lot to have trucks that big.
1: Yeah. We've got seven semis that run all over the South and, uh, and then we, we export quite a bit—Brazil, uh, Jamaica, and Dominican Republic, and different places. So, we we sell one or two truckloads of Target today. So, most generally, every day.
0: My, how many? How, how many targets fit on a truckload?
1: It. We haul twenty-two pallets. So.
0: So I've <laughs> I, I've attended the Gamel Cup a few times, and every time I went, I was always impressed with how smooth things ran and how friendly every everyone was. And you've been doing this so long. I'm sure that you figured out a process that works. And I want you to tell me what the secret is in running a smooth, successful tournament.
1: I'll tell you now, the first one that we done with the 200 shooters was not very smooth. And the second one was not much smoother, <laughs> but, uh, we teamed up with, uh, ProMatic and, uh, gosh, I think it maybe 2008 or nine. And, uh, I, I hired, Hayward Cunningham set our targets and has every year since then. And uh, then his staff brought in the machines, managed the machines. And then I've got, well, still the five or six at, at Gamale that work with me. They've been with me 25 to six years with me every every shoot we've done. And they we all sort of know what kind of banners to put up and the signs and who's packing the water and who's picking up scorecards. And, uh, I've I've got a lot of good people and miss Rhonda Barfield does all of our scoring and her team. And she, she knows what she's doing. And so really I've surrounded myself with a lot of good people and, uh, not that I can take much of that credit, but I've, I've got good people and, and we don't care to work. That's a big
0: thing. What made you look at Cherokee Rose when you decided to move the tournament?
1: well we had sort of outgrown nashville and uh you know they are a a great club we've had 20 awesome years almost i guess or 19 was this time but anyway but they do so many corporate shoots they're so busy they just uh, don't have a lot of time so i just called my friend bill mcguire and said hey if i was to move Gamel cup give me three clubs you think it would be good for Gamel, and i would work well with and Cherokee Rose was one of those three. And, uh, so I said, okay, I know them. We've hauled targets there since 20 years, you remember how long they've been open, you mm-hmm. know, so, and, uh, so that's where it was. And, uh, I think maybe Bill called Dave first and the next day I called him and we hit it off. We, you know, I, I could tell within the first few minutes, our ideals was very similar and we wanted the same thing and we wanted to make a top notch high class shoot. And it was fun. And, uh, so I feel like that's what the shooters are going to get next year at Cherokee Rose.
0: Dave, you have to be excited about this coming to Griffin, Georgia. Uh, What was the first thought that ran through your mind when you got the call from Jeff saying, Hey, I'm going to put, I want to put the Gamal cup at Cherokee Rose.
2: I, my first thought was when Bill McGuire called Mm -hmm. and he said, are you interested? And, you know, and I said, you know, absolutely I'm interested. You know, I said, I, um, I've never shot the Gamil Cup, but I've heard nothing but great things about it. Um, I'd been to Nashville Gun Club. I'd shot the Tennessee State there with Bill McGuire years ago. And, you know, I know Bill, um, Bill spent a year or two at Cherokee Rose way back when I actually lived on property. And he just thought it was, you know, the perfect venue um, for the Gamil Cup. And so I told him, I said, yeah, I'd be very interested. he said, well, he you may get a call tomorrow from Jeff Paird. And, you know, Jeff called and, um, you know, we, we hosted the Gator Cup this, this year and we learned a lot, you know, um, and we learned our strengths, we learned our weaknesses and, um, in conversation with Jeff, it seemed like everywhere that we were weak, they were really strong. Yeah. Um, and again, we, we had the absolute same values and one of mine and Jean's, you know, you know, goals was to have, you know, um, two big blasts a year at Cherokee Rose. You know, have one in the fall, which uh, we're working on with the Frazier 500. We hosted it last year in honor of Chuck Frazier, and we had 179 the first year. Um, it's the first weekend of November. We hope to have over 200 this year. And then um, hosting the Camille Cup in the spring, which will be April 27th to the 30th. Um, you know, they've, they've always been a big blast, and um, I think you've been very close to being a mega blast. And uh, that's our goal, you know, this year is to have you know, 500 plus. Yeah. So we're, we're extremely excited.
0: Yeah. You've ho like you said, you've hosted a big blast at your club before. So you should know by now what to expect. I'm assuming for anyone listening, if you've listened to this podcast, I know you've heard me talk about Cherokee Rose or either you have been to Cherokee Rose cause it's been there forever. And Dave, I hadn't told you this, but I was talking to the clay lab that was just at your place this past weekend when we, when you had that shoot and I asked them how they liked the place and they said, uh, you know, there's there's a such thing as clean clubs, you know, but this place is on another level. It's he said the manic the way it's manicured is unbelievable. It's just immaculate. So I wanted to share that with you because I know you didn't hear that conversation. But you and Gene are always improving the place to make it better. And will there be any changes to the club by the time this tournament gets there?
2: Yes, there will. And um, one of the big things that we're excited about is. Um, the date being at the end of April, mm-hmm. because everybody that comes to Cherokee Rose will see it in full foliage. I mean, it's springtime, and this it, it it's the prettiest time of year to be there. It's some of the nicest weather during the year. Um, you know, the probably um, if anybody was here in March um, and they experienced the the um, the record rainfall that we had, you know, and <laughs> if anybody got stuck, we apologize. Hopefully, we pulled you out politely um, but um, you know we we bought 25 acres um, across the street right across from our entrance and unfortunately um, uh, we we do the record rainfall um, for four months last year we didn't get it done but um, we've started clearing trees we should start grading in two or three weeks and um, we've, we've revised our our plan a little bit to increase the parking. We're taking out all the trees and we'll have a, um, a parking lot of, right across from our entrance that if you're driving a, a truck with a trailer, you'll pull in there and you'll go down one lane and they'll guide you into a 54 foot parking space. So a 20 foot truck and 20 foot trailer still has 14 feet for a ramp to unload. Um, and then if you leave it there overnight, you just pull straight out and, um, and come back the next day to your parking place. So there'll be there'll be no backing up or anything. The way it's laid out, everybody pulls in and pulls out. So that's the biggest uh, change that you'll see is, is is adequate parking for trucks and trailers. And we're real excited about that because once you get on our side of the road, we can handle it. Yeah. So we, we know we can handle a big blast. Um. You know, you you were there. There's no problem on the courses, even with the record rainfall. Nobody shot. Uh, nobody stood in a puddle. You know, we drain very well, you know, and we have, um, you know, um, we're large enough that, um, there's no bottlenecks. Everybody can get around. Yeah. So, um, there's plenty of room for cars to park. There's plenty of room for vendors. Um, we've got a great layout for a, for a, a big blast or mega blast.
0: So tell me about the tournament. Is it Jeff and Dave, whoever wants to answer this, is it going to be just like it has been Is it the same you know, main event fee task and all the sub gauge. Are you going to add anything or
2: Jeff and I are both, you know, um, together on this, that we want the Camille cup to remain the Camille cup. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to have all the same, um, you know, the same, same shooting venues that were there in the past, you know, the, the same main the prelims, um, fee task, um, the, the sub gauge, and we'll run all the sub gauge. It'll be side by side pump 410, 20 gauge, twenty eight gauge, and super sporting. Um, one additional be um, that um, we're gonna um, we're gonna add uh, sub gauge super sporting. So there'll be sub gauge nice. super sporting and super sporting um, on either the Rose of the creek course, one of the big courses, uh, Thursday and Friday, right. and then on the weekend you'll be able to shoot. Um, a different um super sporting event on the sub gauge course so i think that'll be you know as popular as uh super sporting is and that's um i think people will really enjoy that
1: we've got ed pretzel with top gun coming again that's uh he's done our shoot for a lot of years do the make a break and uh, five stands and stuff for us so so we know that'll run smooth and he takes care of that very very well so we're looking forward to him showing up again too so
2: we are, and we're going to try to make that a real, you know, a, a make-or-break extravaganza, if you will. Yeah. Um, we don't have the final numbers yet, but done, you know, Gamil and Cherokee Rose, and um, whoever our sponsor is for that, Justin, <laughs> uh, we want to <laughs> we want to add some serious prize money to the make-or-break. And I know Lloyd, Low Toyota, and, and Jeremy love uh, make-or-break. But uh, Ed did such a great job, and he does such a great job um, running the make-or-break. He makes a big show, and we got the perfect setup at Cherokee Rose. We lay it over our release ring, and um, it's elevated, so you can pack a lot of people in there, and everybody can still see what's going on. Yeah. And then we'll have a, um, you know, we'll, we'll roll right into a, um, you know, uh, uh, a, a really nice, you know, dinner and open bar for everybody and, you know, just, you know, get them in and out of there, but just uh, we'll make it fun. That's the biggest thing Jeff and I are together on, that this thing is going to be fun, including the targets.
0: Dave, that brings up a good uh, a good point. I just want your opinion on this. How do you feel about the target set of a shoot uh, and how the outcome should be at that tournament as far as scores are concerned?
2: Well, I have a real strong feeling about that, that I think that the um, – A class through E class, they pay the same entry fee as the master class, the double A does. And they deserve to have as much fun as anybody else there. So we try very hard at Cherokee Rose um, to shoot targets or to set targets. So everybody can, you know, can break targets. Um, I feel that it's a lot easier for a target setter. And I really respect target setters. It's a very, hard thankless job sometimes right um that it's it's easier to set a um a hard target than it is a um uh, a fair challenging target Mm -hmm. a lot of times you know anybody can put speed and distance on it so to to set a course to where the top guys shoot 96 to 98 that's what we're looking for um but then when you run down every class it may fall off you know, 10 birds, but when you look at your scores, and which we do after every tournament, um, we we want those numbers to fall pretty smoothly. You know, the last thing we want to do is see, you know, a guy in B class shoot um, 82, and then the next one, you know, is 52. Right. Um, You know, or even in master class, you know, they shoot 93, and the next one's, you know, 87. That, you know, um, And then then it falls off from there. So that's what we're looking for. And, and you know what? If there's three of them tied at 98, um, we'll have a great shoot off. Um, I don't know who set the targets at Providence Hill, but I'm um, looking at all those scores. There are a lot of high scores, and I'm sure there are a lot of great shoot offs. I think that's fun.
0: Right.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I th- I've always, I, I agree with that. I've always thought the same thing. You know, you've got, you've really got, a handful of guys, you know, just say 20 guys that, that are going to show up every single time and put up a score, no matter how hard the targets are, but you've all, are, right. you've got the rest of the people that have to deal with it as well. So, I've, I mean, I agree with what you said about let, letting everybody have fun and, and going out and it, everybody feels good about coming, about leaving and coming back again when they shoot a decent score.
2: And Justin, one thing that I'm hearing a lot of, and I've heard it for the past couple of years, um, especially at the at the at some of the bigger shoots that um, you know I, I've, I've heard you know your C, C and B A class shooters say oh gosh I'm just not going to shoot a regional again I'm just not good enough you know this wasn't fun um, you know I paid all this money and I'm, I'm I'm done with it and I hate to hear that yeah. I mean I hate I think everybody ought to walk, walk away and say okay well you know I didn't shoot, um, you know, I didn't break as many as I wanted to, but boy, I sure had a good time and I broke a lot of targets, but it was challenging.
0: Now, now who are your target setters? I know you said Hayward was going to set your targets. He set targets on both mains. How does that work, Jeff? He has set almost all of
1: our targets at Gamel cup for the last several years. Uh, my before he passed, helped him on the sub gauge course. And, uh, and we've had some others come in, but, uh, primarily Hayward's done every target thrown at Gamel cup pretty much okay. and he and i both before any target shot we've looked and both said okay before a shot's ever fired on thursday morning so yeah so we we may bring in somebody else for a an event or two and uh maybe surprise some people here before too long but but primarily hayward will sit most all of them and he's very good at doing just what dave said because we've uh, strived for that same outcome at the Gamil Cup to let everybody have fun and and uh, break targets and want to come back next year.
0: Well, what makes me want to come back is some ice cream sandwiches. And I don't know if, if, y'all, <laughs> if y'all are going to have those here, but you, I think you should, Dave. <laughs>
2: hey, Jeff, I've never shot the Gamil Cup, but Jeff shared with me about the ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. And, and that is a done deal, Justin. Yeah. yeah. Already on the list.
0: We need a cooler at every station.
2: There
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, guys, I, you know, I, I know it's early, right? It's early to be talking about this and talking about the plans. Maybe we'll have another episode where we get further into the Gamel Cup, what to expect, and, and, and the the closer it, the tournament gets to us. So, Dave, I know you have some other things going on at Cherokee Rose. Why don't you tell us about it?
2: Cherokee Rose is hosting the Georgia State v test starting July 21st. Yep. You know, we'd love if anybody wants to preview Cherokee Rose before the Demel Cup, you know, please sign up on ScoreChaser. Registration's open. It's going to be a great shoot. Um, We've got the Fraser 500 the first weekend in November. Um, If you you can't make the the fee task, um, like you said, Clay Labs was here filming a video. And, as you know, they do a great job. So that video we hope to be released next week. So it'll give you a great preview of what to expect at Cherokee Rose. And we, um, we hope to, um, go live with registration on score chaser. Um, July 10th or 11th.
0: I'm excited about it. Uh, one of the only reasons that I didn't go to every Gamel cup is because that, you know, it was in Nashville and I just couldn't be away that long and driving back, but I really enjoyed, um, going and the people. And I look forward to it being here close to home. So especially at Cherokee Rose, I mean, what better place can it be?
1: We look forward to seeing you and having
2: you. Then you, you'll be a regular every year then.
0: Oh the yeah. Oh yeah. You can count on that.
2: You know, Justin, we hope to bring, um, a lot of our Florida friends up here too. You know, it's, um, it's just, it's half the distance as it was to the Camille Right. Gamel only had, um, 11 shooters from Florida la- last year. And I think a lot of it was just, you know, the the drive. Yeah. And also they can get a direct flight from, um, anywhere in the country into Atlanta. So, um, location, location, location.
0: That's right. You know, I, I didn't even think about that. And it's is probably a lot of people around here the same way as, as myself, you know, just didn't want to drive up there to it. And, and now that it's here, I think, I mean, you know how tough Georgia is to win. Gamel cup just might've got a little tougher. I'm just going to go on and tell you guys, but I, I'm glad you, you guys come on and told us about, you know, what, what to expect out of the Gamel cup and. And uh, I'm looking forward to it And I'm sure a lot of people will be too
2: Thank you very much, Justin We really, really appreciate it